Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We have gone from the altitude to six feet above sea level with the series all tied up in tow. The finals, they have shifted back to Miami, my friends. And for the first time in nine days, the heat, they are home. The humidity, it is high, and they are ready. You can see Jimmy Butler, Eric Spolstra. Oh, there's Max Struess in the background. But the Nuggets, they are hoping to strike gold and strike back after losing their first home game in these playoffs. Can they take this show on the road? Okay, grab your cap. Cafe Cubano, and let's see. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Malika Andrews out here in Miami ahead of Wednesday night's massive Game 3 on ABC. And joining me from 2,700 miles across the country, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Persons. I feel like this is the distance that we prefer, but I'm just out here, Rich, making sure that my curls, they are still curling in the humidity. It's all doing its thing. It's How about to get frizzy. It's about to get frizzy, and I cannot wait to see the little poodle frizz yeah, pop I, out. I thought it was a flatline hit your head, Malika. Fla- oh, okay. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's get it. There's some themes that we need to dive into that have nothing to do with my hair that have begun to emerge in these finals. Let's start here because the Heat's three-point shooting this postseason, it's become a trend. They are on pace to become the third team to lead the playoffs in three-point shooting percentage after ranking in the bottom five in the regular season. They've shot over 50% four times already in the playoffs. That is the same number that the Warriors did in four championship seasons combined. And then after racking up 14 assists in game one, Nikola Jokic, he recorded a playoff low four assists in game two on just nine assist opportunities. So what that means is that Denver shot just 44% off of his passes, whereas in game one, they shot 71% off them. And then after another dominant fourth quarter in game two, the Heat, they have now outscored opponents by 90 points in the fourth quarter. The only two other teams that have done that, there are only two others that have done better in NBA postseason history. And that all becomes even more remarkable when you take a look at these numbers right here. Through the first three quarters, you can see how they've done. And then in the fourth quarter, bam. All right, I wanna go back to you gentlemen in the studio. What did you see, Richard, in game two that you think is sustainable here heading into Wednesday night? Uh, Well, what's sustainable is just the Miami Heat continuing that intensity. Uh, To to me, that's what we've seen. Malika, you just gave all of those stats. When you look at the three-point shooting in the Miami Heat, everyone said, oh, they can't keep doing it against the Bucs. Oh, they can't keep doing it against Boston. Oh, well, they're not going to continue doing it. This is is who they are. This is what they do. And I think the biggest lesson here for me is that the Denver Nuggets, you can either learn from other people's mistakes or you can make the same mistakes. And the, the, the Miami Heat can continue to wear teams down because that's who they are. They are the one team that has proven to us 
that they can play 48 minutes of basketball at a high level. Everybody else, if you play 36, if you play 42, if you play 44, you are going to have a problem. And you see these numbers when trailing by eight plus, entering into the fourth. The Heat are four and five. They're almost playing four. They're almost playing 500 basketball, being down by double digits. The rest of the NBA, you see those numbers. They are different. They play different, and they play for the entire time. Denver, you can't put together an A-minus mm. performance against them because it, it won't get it done. You know the great thing about being in this seat and being on this show? <laughs> Y'all say it with me. <laughs> Y'all say it with me. What? Stay petty, so we what? You don't have to get petty. And, and, and look, that's not, get and petty. that's not just to us. <laughs> that goes to our producers as well. And the great thing about it is that I can switch up any minute. So the clips that I had... Not, that they spend their special time on cutting and editing, I don't need them because I switched it up. Here's the thing. This is the thing that is most sustainable when it comes to the Miami Heat. They actually got hoopers. And I'm so sick and tired of everybody talking about, oh, they're the less talented team. Denver has more talent. Do they really have more talent? Or we just don't, they just don't have the household names. Well, they have them now. When you look at a guy like Gabe Vincent, who has tore it up in every single series, he's been balling out of control. I love the, the, the pick and roll action that him and Bam has, has established because so much attention has been on Jimmy Butler. Bam is going to get those pocket passes all night long because of the offense that they're running, especially against Jokic, involving him in multiple actions. So, I just want to counsel that the Miami Heat are the less talented team because we continue to see guys step up. We continue to see guys show what they're capable of doing at the highest level. They have hoopers. Huh? So those are some of our thoughts. I do, though, gentlemen, want to hear from Michael Malone and Eric Spolstra on what they are looking for heading into this game three. Take a listen. Hey, you know the term when you say your head has to be on a swivel? Like, that's what it has to be. Your head almost has to be able to turn 360 degrees at all times on, on the weak side, and you can't physically do that, obviously. That level of discipline and focus uh, is the highest level. You can score 41 against us, and he scored 50-plus you know, in another playoff game. So he, you're in the finals. You're going to be dealing with great players, great teams. You, you have to find a way to overcome it and make it difficult and, uh, and do a lot of things that are tough. You know, we want to play fast. They want to play slow. And when you're not getting stops, the advantage Miami Heat, because now they have their 2-2-1 press back to the zone. And as I mentioned before, we're playing way too slow to try to attack that, which is forcing a lot of late clock situations for us. But we've got a lot of guys that have been in big games, playoff tested. So I don't think any of it is that guy's getting tight. I think it's just not adhering to the discipline that the game needs. All right, so those are some of Michael Malone's thoughts on what needs to change, what adjustments need to be made going into this game three. But, Rich, what do you think? No, I completely agree. It, and there's been so much conversation about the zone. And, look, we have the zone numbers here in front of us. Thanks to our guy Schwartz. Stay true over there, big guy. Look, when you look at the offensive efficiency in zone, they actually score 121 points in the zone. They don't, without the zone, they, you know, or with no zone, they give up 116. So they actually score more points against the zone, especially against those non-Jokic minutes that they had in game two. But this is the key. You heard Mike Malone say this. He said the pace slows down. 
The average time per possession when the when the heat run zone is 19.9 seconds. That's the average time of offensive possession. When they don't, you see that. It's a faster game. No zone, it's 17 seconds. So every single time the Miami Heat run a zone, the game slows down. They take 20 seconds off the clock. When they don't run a zone, it's 17 seconds. Now, if you're a team that wants it slow, you might say, oh, what's two, three seconds here and there? At the end of the day, when you multiply that over 10 possessions, 20 possessions, 30 mm-hmm. possessions, now all of a sudden the game slows down to a halt, and that favors Miami Heat. It does not favor Denver. Denver's got to push the pace on makes, on misses. No matter what, they've got to continue to push the pace, and that's what I've been seeing. And so we're going to see which one is going to happen in this next game. Well, <clears throat> with me, it's, it's about whether Mike Malone is going to force his personnel. Right, we we look at. I'm looking at Aaron Gordon, and I'm saying he had 12 points last game, five for seven from the field. You take away his cutting, all of a sudden, can you have him on the floor? But that's the guy right there, Bruce Brown. He has been the unsung hero for the uh, Denver Nuggets this entire postseason. Arguably the best uh, off the bench player that in this postseason. He's been productive on both ends of the floor. He gives them life. He gives them tenacity. And now he's knocking down the three at a high clip. So if the Miami Heat are going to take away what what Aaron Gordon does best, that's ducking in, that's cutting, that's feeding off of Jokic and make him make shots, then I'm wondering if Mike Malone late in the fourth when things get tight, is he going to roll with Aaron Gordon or Bruce Brown? My guess is that he got to roll with Bruce Brown. There's something, though, Richard, that stood out to you about Miami's fourth quarter offense. What is that? Well, it's, again, every coach, not just Eric Spolster. He is one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the game. When they run plays, they will save them for the fourth quarter. It's not just we want to save it for late. Sometimes you want to pick a favorable match. Watch this curl. This was a huge curl for them. Late in the game, look, 10 minutes to go. They're mounting their comeback. Look at who's guarding them. It's Bruce Brown and Christian Brown. So all of a sudden now, you've got two somewhat inexperienced players, especially Christian. Now he makes this mistake. Vincent gives it. We've seen Vincent's face when he looks at him. They run the same play again. Here, watch this. Again, two more inexperienced players. A young Christian Brown and then a Bruce Brown. They make another mistake again. So they save yeah. these plays. Then Duncan Robinson gets going. So when you watch these plays, watch when Eric Spolster mm-hmm. runs the play. Watch who's the defensive lineup that he's running them against. That is the big, big key. And that's when people talk about coaching. Who has the advantage? Eric Spolster did a great job of picking the plays and what lineups defensively to use them against. If that was KCP and Aaron Gordon, I don't think you run that. Yeah. If that if that's, you know, Jamal Murray and, and, and Aaron Gordon, you don't run that. But, Christian and Bruce, oh, we might be able to sneak a few points, and that was a key stretch of the game. Also, yeah. also, uh, also Malika, check this out. Uh, a thing that was noted was that Eric Spolster went with Bam to start the fourth. And did you see how much spacing they had for those curls? Mm -hmm. And we talk about all the time giving yourself up for the team. That Duncan Robinson cut was so huge to open up for Gabe Vincent. Like a lot of people, a lot of guys around the league need to take notice on how Duncan Robinson played. Playing with pace, cutting with pace, you may not get the shot, but it opens it up for everybody else. Yeah, but Richard, there's one other thing that I was watching. Listening to Michael Malone, he was looking at their defense and just the 
effort that the Nuggets were exerting or actually really a lack of effort that they were exerting. And one thing that he said is that he wondered whether or not getting out of a rhythm offensively offensively for some of these guys, particularly looking at Michael Porter Jr., KCP, guys like that, if that had any effect on, okay, it didn't go well on the offensive end, so they were a little bit lackadaisical then on the defensive end. And that's a, a mentality adjustment. He's like, we need to be better. We can't look like this is game two of the NBA Finals and defense is optional because what is it that we hear coaches say time and time again? Defense leads to offense. Offense, defense leads to championships. And so that's sort of the rounded out approach that I think Michael Malone wants to see from his team just a little bit differently. We have a lot of time to get a little bit further into these matchups, though. Still to come on NBA Today, we have a best of seven series that have become a best of five. So hear from both Jimmy Butler and Nikola Jokic ahead of Wednesday's pivotal game three. Do not miss that. Plus, Jamal Murray's journey back to stardom. It was not an easy one. So we're going to go all access on his path to these NBA Finals. And we're just minutes away from my sit-down conversation with Miami Heat star Bam Adebayo. He tells me why the Heat, they don't care about what the outside world thinks. We had a fantastic conversation you won't want to miss. I'm Bam Adebayo, and you're watching NBA Today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. faced tough times this year, and so we've learned how to handle setbacks and then just getting to work. Ten straight points by the Heat, and Miami, their first lead since early in the second quarter. Decker Robinson drives, and it finishes. Tremendous response. Miami's overcome a 15-point deficit. Back out to Murray, his three-pointer. Three-point game, four seconds. Murray, step back, three-pointer, one goal, and it's over. The Miami Heat have tied the NBA Finals. What a comeback here on the road for the Heat.
thunderstorm has stopped, but which team can catch lightning in a bottle here in Miami for game three tomorrow night? That is what remains to be seen. We do know that the Miami Heat, they were the first team to get a win in Denver this postseason thus far, and that happened without Jimmy Butler with his scoring being down at least. He's averaging just 17 points a game in the finals, his lowest in any series this playoff. So let's take a listen to Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler on what exactly more they need from their star if they want to continue to win. He's a two-way basketball player, and he does so many winning things uh, that I think, unfortunately, when you view maybe a 56-point game, everybody on the outside views that he has to do that every game to impact winning. He understands the levers that contribute uh, to winning. And the way they defend, you know, they're prioritizing protecting the paint uh, against him. So he has to make the right reads. And then down the stretch... uh, that was, those were his best moments, uh, and, and that's really key for us. I think I've done great. Um, I think I've done what I've needed to do to get us to 1-1. Uh, I hope it was 2-0 in our favor. It is not. Um, I don't pay attention to stats. I'm not going to lie. I've said that all along. As long as we win, everybody's playing great. Just because I score a lot of points one game, it doesn't make you a scorer. I'm not a volume shooter. I don't do anything. Um, I don't press to score. I only press to win. So if I pass the ball every possession, if we win, I don't care. If I shoot the ball every possession and we win, I don't care. Um, this playoff Jimmy narrative is not a thing. Um, I, j- I just want to win along with everybody else. So I, I don't worry about too much other things except for winning. The man, the myth, the podcast legend, Zach Lowe, is joining us now. And, Zach, we've heard Jimmy Butler say that, you know what, I, I didn't feel like I was deferring too much in game one or game two. He feels like he was in the exact right place at the exact right time. But what more do you think the Heat need from him if they want to keep this going here? I thought game two was pretty close to what they need from him to win. He bullied Jamal Murray a little bit more, and he's going to have that matchup sometimes if he's guarding Jamal Murray on the other end. He bullied Contavious Caldwell-Pope a little bit on switches. They'll probably need a little bit more of that kind of Jimmy as the series goes on, but I thought his passing was awesome in game two. He understood that the Nuggets were going to drop back on the pick and roll against him, give him an alleyway into the paint, and he said, you know what? I'm just going to take it. I'm going to dribble. I'm going to prod. I'm going to get to the basket. You're going to send help inside because you can't leave Bam for an alley-oop dunk. And they got some kick-out threes off of that. I thought he read the game pretty well, defended his butt off against Jamal Murray. At some point in this series, to get four wins, one of those wins is going to have to be a bigger scoring game from Jimmy, I think. Mm. But I thought he was great in game two. You know what that makes me think of, Zach? It makes me think of Richard Jefferson's recipe for success because you need a game. What is the recipe, Richard? You need one game from your star? You need, no, no, no. You need two games from your stars, one game for your others, and one game that you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to win. Mike Malone said it. If they would have won that game too, he would have said, if we would have won this game and Jamal Murray's shot would have gone in, we didn't deserve to win this game. You always need one of those games in the finals. Unfortunately, Miami Heat have been winning those types of games because of their fourth quarter comebacks all year long. Mm. But the question is... So what do you think that Jimmy needs to do? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Perk. Perk. I didn't know it paused for 10 <laughs> seconds. I thought no, it was man, time for me to time in. No, man, y'all are in L.A. Perk's in the driver's seat today. No, nah, I thought Go it was ahead, time Perk. for me to time in. It paused for 10 seconds. It I, is. I just want to know who are, who are the stars on, on the Miami. We know about Jimmy Butler, but like like I said, we 
the Eastern Conference Finals MVP could have went to Caleb Martin. And some say that it should have went to him. Like, he shined that bright. So when I think about Jimmy, he's not going to have to have one of those moments where he have to go out there and drop one of those 40-piece uh, flats air dried. He's not going to have to do that this series. He just have to continue to play within the system and trust his teammates. If you notice, the way that they pass the ball, the way that he passed the ball to his teammates, is passed with energy. And when they catch it with energy, they're going to finish it with energy. That means made threes, made layups. So I'm liking this version of Jimmy because I believe in the postseason, Jimmy Butler has graduated in the same conversation with some of the most elite players across the league, meaning that he could take off the first, second, and third quarter and then take over the fourth. So him going out there and having a 40-piece, no, I don't think they have to, especially against this Denver Nugget team. Maybe they don't have to, but it might be nice, particularly because they continue to say we are going to be the first team to four wins, and Jimmy Butler is going to be a large part of that. All right, gentlemen, coming up here on NBA Today, my sit-down conversation with Bam Adebayo. It is coming up right after this. He told me why Miami is here to seize this opportunity. They still remember that feeling after the bubble. You're going to want to hear what Bam had to say. NBA Today will be right back. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've, we've heard all the noise throughout the whole playoffs. Biggest thing for us, we have a will, keep finding ways to win. Yeah, I mean, Bam is the, the heart and soul uh, of what we're doing on both ends. Out of aisle, the floater's up and good. And Bam just can't say enough of how difficult his responsibilities are in this series. Lowry runs KCP through a screen. It's the rolling out of bio for a two-hand stop. You know, we're just trying to keep this thing going. Back at home. Back at home. Got to protect home now. Like I said, he, he's going to be the reason why we win the championship. We are here, Kyle Lowry and myself, in the hallway of champions with the champion. Yes, yes, but you don't want to hear about that with me. Let's go to Bam Adebayo. Let's hear from Bam. 
Pam, through these finals, you're averaging career numbers in points in assists. I know it's a small sample size, but how much of that is just driven by the fact that on the other side, you have this beast that is Nikola Jokic? Uh, I feel like none of it. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, my teammates want me to be aggressive. They want me to be assertive. Uh, they want me to make shots. Uh, you know, we all count on one another, so I don't think it has anything to do with him. It has everything to do with the Miami Heat and our 15. I really want to get inside this matchup. I think back to like Deer and Fox walking through what it's like to guard Steph Curry. I'm never going to have that experience. So I'm hoping we can get as specific as possible here. So let's say Nikola Jokic, he catches the ball on the high post. You close out. What do you need to do to ensure a successful defensive possession? Walk me through it. I mean, it's all beat and react for me. Uh, make him take a tough shot. Easier said than done, obviously, because he's seven foot two plus. So making him just take a tough shot. Uh, you know, the biggest thing for everybody is uh, making sure he doesn't get the pass off. Um, but like, that's the hardest thing about Gardner because he's such a great passer, but he can also score. Mm. Is it, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like uh, in a matchup with Giannis, you're getting in the ice bath the next day because he's just like coming up against you. What What is it about this? What does it feel like? Uh, I mean, it, it's not like Jokic is, isn't like playing physical basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's a battle down there. Uh, so, you know, I feel like you're gonna have to ice bath either way. But <clears throat> for him, it's you definitely gotta worry about because he's a all he's a three level scorer. Uh, you know, you can score in the paint, you can shoot it at the elbows, and also shoot the three. It's hard to imagine a more pressure packed basketball situation than 48 seconds left. You head to the free throw line. You need to ice two to win the game, essentially. But you put that in perspective saying, no, I remember when my mom and I were living off $12,000 a year. How often do you think back to that for perspective? Every day, uh, especially going through these playoffs and uh, hearing everybody make all these these, these crazy comments and, uh, you know, this is pressure, this is pressure, you know, this is pressure. And it just makes me think back to like, when I was younger and being like, I remember when my mom had to make decisions on what do you get this Christmas that you can wait until another X amount of days or months, probably years, uh, until you can get something else? And <clears throat> it just always puts it in perspective for that. We do this for the love of basketball. Like, I really enjoy playing basketball. So that's what I'm keeping it as. It's a joy to me. It's fun. Uh, obviously, everything that comes with it is uh, luxury and, and everything you want. But the biggest thing for me is just keeping it basketball and it's something I enjoy. Let's talk a little bit about this. One of the reasons this team has been so successful is this mentality, right, of we don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. I sure as hell don't care what you over there think. And Jimmy Butler has been driving that. How does he embody that? Because everybody, you know, thinks basketball is always supposed to be pretty, it's supposed to be fluid, it's supposed to be this, that, and the third, it's supposed to look a certain way because other people do it. That's not how we do it. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's rugged, it, it's in the mud, it's nasty basketball. <laughs> and we don't care. Mm. Uh, the, the way we play, how we go about it, you know, the way coach wants us to play it's it's our way of basketball you know you can't you can't change everybody's way of basketball mm -hmm. it's our way and we don't care what you think about it we don't care how it looks it gets wins 
I delight in the Jimmy stories. The stories of Jimmy Butler and the coffee. The stories of the country music. What is the silliest, best Jimmy story that you have that you can share in your time together? I would say the coffee thing would be the best story, just mm. because it started out as a joke. Uh, and it is now this, it's, it's a company. It's actually coffee now. Uh, so I think that's probably the biggest, biggest story he has. Mm -hmm. You've been so close before. You've been one of the last two teams standing. You've been the almost guy. And I remember thinking back uh, to last year and, and Boston, the players on that team telling these stories of people coming up to him and congratulating them. You had a great run. You should feel so proud. And that almost being harder in a sense because they're like, I don't want that. What's your experience of that? Man, we was coming out of the bubble. So, uh, you know, you get those, oh man, you had a good run. You, you did this, you did that. You, you shocked the world because y'all made it. Uh, for me, it was kind of annoying because everybody was like, we shocked the world. And we was kind of in the bubble like, nah, we can make a run. Uh, we can do this. And it's, uh, it's kind of those things where had it been different, I feel like it would have been a different storyline. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so we have a great opportunity now to change the storyline. And to that point, you all have said, we're going to be the first to four. And I feel like when you guys are saying that, it's not some sort of prophecy that you're hoping comes true. It's like a truthful, this is a factual statement. We will be the first to four. Am I reading that correctly? Yeah. Uh, we just have, we have a belief in one another. We have that desire, we have that passion. You know, we, we have that underdog mentality that like, we have to, it's a great opportunity ahead of us. And, and Spo really hones in and emphasizes that, like we have a great opportunity. And it's not, these opportunities don't come around every day for people. So, you know, being a team that's been to the finals and then you swept, go back to the East Conference Finals and now you're in the finals again. Uh, you know, those opportunities don't come around often. Uh, you know, we're just blessed to be in this, this position. And you don't want that feeling that you had again? No. No, no. That, that feeling, that's a gut punch. Uh, you know, just sitting there and you see the confetti fall. And it's like, none of this is for us. And you just walk back in the locker room. Like, that was a, that was a true gut punch. Um, have you allowed yourself, have you allowed yourself to think about what it would be like to share a championship with your mom? Mm, I haven't. Uh, keep the main thing the main thing. We got three more. Uh, keep our heads down, stay focused. And, you know, we have a great opportunity to make that happen. It's always a pleasure to chat with Bam. And when he scores, the Heat, they have usually won this postseason. They're 7-1 and one when he has at least 20 points, 6-6 six and six when he does not. The only loss, it came in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. So he knows he has his work cut out for him here in Game 3. Coming up, let's talk about coaches because Bucks' new head coach, Adrian Griffin, he spoke for the first time with reporters today. You do not want to miss what he had to say about Giannis Attentacumpo and his future in Milwaukee. That's next on NBA Today.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So this you're not. So this is your turn, so this is not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that, we're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits. Hopefully, we can win a championship. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he officially has his fifth NBA head coach. Milwaukee introduced Adrian Griffin as head coach this morning, his first head coaching job after spending 15 seasons as an assistant. And most recently, he spent the last five years with the Toronto Raptors. Let's take a listen to Griffin earlier today. They allowed me to meet with different personnel uh, within the organization along with Giannis. But I can tell you, you know, I left the conversation in awe. Uh, you're talking about a guy that is super passionate about uh, bringing another championship to the city of, of Milwaukee. He was very humble. Uh, he was very hungry. And those are the traits that we are looking for with our players. Look, the, the foundation has already been laid. It's a strong culture. Uh, we have special talent on this team. So this wasn't something where I was coming in to uproot everything. Actually, it was just to build. So that's Ryan Griffin with John Horst. But high stakes for Milwaukee coming up here. Giannis is under contract for two more seasons. Then he has a player option in 25-26. But in late September, he's actually eligible to tack on an additional two or three years as an extension. But first, the Bucks they await the decision of Chris Middleton's $40 million player option. And they need to decide whether or not to bring back free agency center Brooke Lopez. So the Bucks first round exit, and then they have an, a coaching change here. They have potential questions about Giannis's future. A whole lot going on here. And Griffin is a, a first-year head coach. But he's not the only freshly hired head coach, right? You have Nick Nurse in Philadelphia. You have Frank Vogel in Phoenix. Phoenix, both are stepping into win-now situations. So as you take a step back here, Zach, which coach do you think is facing the most pressure in their first year here? I'm going to go with Frank Vogel and the Suns. Look, the Bucks have already won a championship. That doesn't mean there's no pressure. There's tons of pressure. The Sixers, it's hard to know what to make of their situation until we see what James Harden does. The Suns? They traded everything they could trade for Kevin Durant, and they need a year of stability so badly. And Kevin Durant needs a year of stability so badly for this to work. It was unstable 
almost from day one. Durant got hurt. Then Chris Paul got hurt in the playoffs. DeAndre Ayton's play went up and down before he got hurt. Monty Williams got fired. There's a new owner. It feels a little unsettled there given the fact that they have two of the very best players in the league. I think they need a year of calm and stability and winning. And if this is not that kind of year, if it somehow goes haywire, I mean, who knows what could happen? So I'm going Suns. All right, we're going Suns. Let's take a listen to Frank Vogel because he actually also spoke earlier today at his introductory press conference. This is the beginning of a new era in Phoenix Suns basketball, and, uh, and it's going to be an exciting one. You know, we are committed to, to bringing in championship-level talent. Uh, I will be committed to, to bringing a, a championship-level culture both on and off the court, a culture centered around hard work, toughness, intelligence, teamwork and when we get out there and play we're going to be scrappy as hell like we're going to have talent out there but we're going to be a scrappy team that that plays harder than our opponent every night and um we're going to be a team that makes this community very proud we know that frank vogel historically he hangs his hat on the defensive end of the floor rich where do you fall on this pressure head coaches in their first year question oh that's tough I, I i think you know Frank Vogel is a very, very good answer, and, and I think it's because of for all the things that Zach said. Now, look, I know Griff. I know him. I, I played against him. I had him as a coach. He's a great gr – I think he's a great addition to the Bucks organization, but we saw the, the, the leniency that a Joe Missoula would give, and to me, Griffin has a far better resume than Joe Missoula. So when I look at this, I don't think he's under pressure. Frank Vogel's in a tough situation. You have a ton of talent. You have, a, like, roster disruption. You have – all of these things. And I still think that this is a great opportunity for Frank Vogel. He's a championship coach. He's been to the conference finals with multiple different teams. I don't think Monty's under, under, under any pressure. I don't think Udoka's under any pressure. So when you really start looking at it, is it Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse could be close because you don't know what's going to happen with, with James Harden. You, if, if they don't lose James Harden and they went as far as they did, to say that all of a sudden Philly could be a conference finalist, I think, still think that their cap is the second round. So like I think just looking at that how do you improve on that so to me it's about Frank Vogel how does he bring together a team that has the base for a championship it's all of the other pieces I think Frank Vogel's up for the task but I think he's got his biggest job in front of him mm. well usually when I'm feeling a little woozy <laughs> right <laughs> when I'm feeling a little woozy and I go to the ER I usually go there and I see the nurse first and then the doctor second. Well, Philly actually reversed roles, okay? They bought in Nick Nurse. And why I say that is because, and why I say that, and why I say that is because it is. You look at Joel and B, two-time scoring champion, our league MVP, Tyrese Maxey, a career high this year, averaging 20 a game on 48% shooting, right? So when Nick Nurse gets there, what's the expectation? The expectation is to get this team to the finals. I look at Joe, I look at Joel Embiid, and he's not been healthy. We don't know how long he has because of his body, right? And, and there's no knock on him. It, it is what it is. So you have a short window. Also, we don't know if Joel Embiid is going to be there long term. If if they keep falling short, what's going to go through Joel Embiid's mind? 
I'm the two-time scoring champion. I won the league MVP. You got Doc Rivers out of here. I got Nick Nurse. I still can't get over the hump. How much time is he going to spend in Philly? So with this window and you having one of the best players in the world on the floor at all times, the pressure is on Nick Nurse. He's on the clock. Oh, y'all didn't like my uh, intro, though? No. No. Really? No. No, I was, was I think well, you well, see I the receptionist first it and wasn't then the yeah. nurse it was and then the, the doctor. We, I, I need some I need some time to think about this mm-hmm. coming up on our show. We're going to go all access into Jamal Murray's return to stardom after missing the entire season. That's coming up next. NBA Today will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 30 seconds to go in game two. Chana defense here in Denver. 12 second difference between shot clock and game clock. Butler, basket to our right. Gets it back with five. Butler, step back three. No good with 13 seconds to go. Denver ball. They got two timeouts. They're down three. Could the Heat foul here? I'm taking a foul. I'm not allowing them to get off the three. Four seconds. Murray, step back. Three pointer. No good. Rebound Miami. The Heat have won it. Miami Heat have tied the NBA finals. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys see me hit that shot enough, so. Uh, it was a good luck, just didn't go down. Bubble Murray, playoff Murray, Jamal Murray. We have come to know him as the guy who can make remarkable shots. He's a walking bucket when his team needs him the most. That's why the Nuggets, they have absolutely no problem with. They will live with that shot at the end of game two because they've seen him make it before. They are sure as heck going to see him make it again. But to get here, to get to this stage, it's about the shots that you didn't see Jamal put in. The hours of work that he put in away from the cameras, away from the lights, away from the expectations. He had to push out all doubt in order to come back and be better after tearing his ACL in 2021. Very excited. It's been, been 19 years. Try to keep my cool, you know? I'm known for keeping my cool, I gotta keep my cool. With the seventh pick in the 2016 NBA Draft, the Denver Nuggets select Jamal Murray. 
I welcomed myself to the league with missing 17 shots in a row. It wasn't just one game, it was five straight games I didn't score, you know? That was really hard. But no, once the first one went down, it was like, okay, I just needed to see one. Once I scored, it was like, okay, I'm finally here. Despite a rough start to Jamal Murray's tenure in Denver, the Nuggets had their dynamic duo in Murray and Nikola Jokic. Murray going in for the big time slam. Murray says yes. It's just like in here, we were in Warwick extremely fast. The chemistry between us is really good. We got each other's back. Jokic giving the Magic a lot of problems. In 2019, Denver made its first playoff appearance in five years. And in 2020, in the NBA bubble, Murray and Jokic led the Nuggets to the Western Conference Finals. In five games, the Los Angeles Lakers will take down the Denver Nuggets. Even in elimination, Murray became a breakout star, averaging 26 and a half points and nearly seven assists in Denver's playoff run. The future was bright for Murray and the Nuggets, until... Murray got hit, and Murray's down and hurt. Oh my goodness. I didn't get surgery until like a week, two weeks later. It was so much pain, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't roll over. It was throbbing, just miserable. First two months were really tough. You have all these doubts going through your head and the process is so slow that it's just hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Everything was really like a big step for me though. From little jumping to box jumping to single leg jumping to lateral jumping. The bounce is there, the control is not yet. <laughs> Once I kept seeing improvement, my energy started changing. It's a tough, grueling injury. It's tedious, detailed work. Now that I put the work in, and I trust the work I've put in, I'm starting to see the results of it. Swing Mike, swing Mike, I got you. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah! Oh, Murray playing his first regular season game. In 555 days, the butterflies will be there. The blue arrow will be too. You know, it's starting to see my, my, my spring come back and my confidence come back and the, the rhythm, me seeing my flow come back. I just want to be healthy. Jamal Murray's taking some big buckets here in the fourth. Murray, another three-pointer. A dazzling fourth quarter performance from Jamal Murray, 23 points. It's tempting to say that Murray is back to playing like Bubble Murray, but he wants to be known as so much more. He's averaging nearly 28 points a game this postseason, and the self-doubt that once lingered during his recovery, it has been replaced with self-confidence. I remember being in the bus with him after the injury and he had tears in his eyes, his first thought was, man, you, are you guys gonna trade me? And I, I hugged him, I said, hell no, like, you're ours. We love you, we're gonna help you get back, and you're gonna be a better player for it. You know, I had some ups and downs during the season, some sore days where I couldn't play, and uh, those suck. Every month, I feel, you know, my knee get better and, and more solid, and can, during the rehab, to be able to perform and, and, and be my best. 
It is time for today's DraftKings Sportsbook predictions. Look, Jamal Murray, this man, has plenty of prop bets on the board for Game 3. So, Perk, we're going to start now. Jamal Murray is one of my favorite young players in this game. I played with him last year, so I want you to do my guy some good I because I think he's going to answer this call in Game 3. Well, I'm going to do him just like I oh. do you. And okay. last time we did this, I was 2 out of 3, so y'all might want to listen. Okay, well, the time before that, you were 0 for 3. So, really quickly, right now. I want to know this. Will Jamal Murray score 26 or more or 26 or less? The game three on the road, Jimmy Butler guarding him. I'm going with the under. He's going less than 27 points. I'm sorry. Okay, make no mistake, Jamal. I'm going over. So, points aside. Okay, he'll be scoring. Will he hit three or more threes or three or less? Well, Which you can't one? ask yourself a question and answer it, but I'm going with the under. Okay, I'm going with less. Today he will be. Tomorrow he'll be in the straight jacket. Again, Jimmy Butler will be all over him. I'm going with under. Yeah, I think you greatly underestimate my guy, J-Mo. But listen, hear me out. Facilitating. Will Jamal Murray have seven or more assists? Because he had ten last game. Or are seven less? He will have less because Jokic will be the distributor. He will be dropping dimes. And, I, again, Jimmy Butler, active hands, active steals. I'm going with the under. All right, I, told, I, I told you I was going to treat I'm him. I'm picking like I all three you. for my guy, Jamal. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the finals, new customers can bet $5 to win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Use code NBA today when you sign up. We will be back in 60 seconds. In 60 seconds? 60 seconds. I told him I was going to treat you like I NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Oh, we got a little flashback on NBA Today. Can we roll the video? Because I got another ball. Can we, can we roll the video? Look at this. This is what I want to know. See, this is Victor Webinyam. A lot of people know him. Give me that ball. Perk. But I, can you do this? First of all, that's can you, not I want to see here. He's holding. I don't want to do juggling. it. You do it. Okay, I'll you I, do I, it. Listen, I thought Perk could juggle balls, but apparently he doesn't want to do that. Perk, can you not? Can you not juggle ball? Yeah, I can do it. You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay, let me see go, if I can do it. Let me ahead. see if I can do it. Oh, oh, we're going to break stuff. Let me see. Can I do it? I don't think I can. Let me see. How do we do this? Where's Larry David oh, when you do it? There you go. I almost there got you go. Here, Perk, okay. I know that you can juggle balls. You don't know nothing. Listen, listen Perk, Perk, come on, Perk. I know you can juggle balls, Perk. Oh, I know you that? can juggle you balls, Perk. You see that? Juggle them balls. You oh, oh, that's going to do it for us now. here on NBA Today. Oh, we will see you tomorrow ahead of game three. <laughs> Richard, what are you doing? Break